Broadcasting from New York, New York. It's Grant's Rants, Hollywood Talk. Bravo TV is in a strange place. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City kickoff. Pump Rules is still on hold, but can we just end it already? Dolly Parton has no time to age. And is there anything good on TV? That and more with Ashley Hoover Baker right here. begin. I am joined by Ashley Hoover Baker. She's coming to us from the podcast on the stay entertainment. Welcome to the rants. I am so excited to be here, Grant. Your rants are absolutely life-giving. It's an honor and a privilege. My goodness. Thank you very much. I'm just glad to talk to you. So look at that. Uh, You're one of my favorite people to to chat with on Instagram. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I mean, I I think for some people, it can be considered negative and bitchy. But for other people, it's just the truth. And for me, I'm just telling the truth. And our truths aren't always going to align. And I love that you come from you're solid on your opinion. You stand strong. And, you know, you don't let other people's commentary get in your way. And I love you for it. Let's see if we agree about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, since this podcast has been around, Grants Rants, now five years, um, it, it, this was pre-Dallas pre-Potomac. Now we're introducing Salt Lake City. So um, I haven't had a new show to discuss in a long time, in a very long time. I think the Bravo podcast world in general has just really been amped to have something Mm -hmm. new to talk about. How do you feel about it being a podcaster yourself? I needed it. Like the other franchises are even the ones like my favorite is always going. Well, I shouldn't say always going to be, but it has always been New York. And I just love it so much. But even this year, even with Leah, who was amazing, it definitely didn't feel the same. I know they lost, you know, a longtime producer and passed away. And all the other franchises, I'm just kind of like Beverly Hills. I'm disappointed. Orange County, I'm not even watching. So Salt Lake. And as somebody I'm in Vegas. I have a huge population of Mormons around me. I even live, my street name is Brigham Avenue. Wow. So like the Mormon population is so real around me. And I've been friends with so many Mormons and what we call Jack Mormons, um, the bad ones growing up and just in life. So I'm here for all of the chaotic en- energy of Salt Lake City. I'm still really learning these women, but I'm I'm getting I'm figuring it out now. I had the pleasure of going to a viewing party at Megan O'Donnell's apartment. Bravo Happy Hours, her podcast. For those curious, Ooh. and um, it was a rainy, effing cold night. I was miserable. The show came out at eleven o'clock. What, why did they do this? First of all, I, I, this is let's head right into my rant of the day. Let's go. Grant, rant of the day. Uh, this this was ridiculous. They put on two hours of original programming for OC Housewives, thinking that that was going to be a solid lead into the new city when the ratings are at like r- almost record lows for OC. They're barely scratching a million views. It's like, what do you, why would you put two hours of a show that is literally like in the, everyone collectively, like the Bravo basement, and then you're going to think that's going to energize <laughs> an audience to tune into this new show that they've got everything behind? And the funny thing is, I think Bravo thinks they were trying to like pull a quick win on us. Like, 
dude, you're like, OC is not going to happen right now. Like you need a complete makeover, like send in the queer eye guys. Like we need a complete makeover top to bottom on that show. And it's funny. And I really wish I could give the Instagram account credit right now, but somebody posted even today, I think it was about Kelly Dodd went on a rant saying that she's like, people aren't um, boycotting Orange County because of me. This is a load of bull. People are watching political commentary. All housewives viewing ratings are down. And she was like, and of course she turned off the comments on this uh, story. It might be erased by now. Mm. But um, yeah, it was like, actually, Kelly, majority of us stopped watching because of you or a combination of you and several other things. Right. Like, I mean, I don't care to follow her life much like any of those women. In fact, I have not even seen a frame of it. So when I was at this party, we had old Atlanta episodes playing, which was cool. Phaedra oh, Parks yes. period, you know, that whole period. Oh, but, she's the best. Do you remember when they went to a strip club, by the way, and it was like a mature group of women? Anyway, oh. um, it was that era. Uh, but then we cut Love in. We, then we cut into OC for like the last 40 seconds. And and it was Bronwyn, and it was the other one, uh, Gina. I don't even plan to talk about this on the show, but I was just like, no, like my brain was like, no, what is this show? I don't know who these people are. I don't know what they want. Get out of here. So I was so, so Honestly, turned off. Orange County lost me after we lost um, Heather Dubrow. And just a friendly reminder, she's gone because of Kelly freaking Dodd. Yep, yep, so yep. more reason that Kelly Dodd just needs to be gone. So I, I want to make sure we get to Salt Lake City because yes. this is the top story. But um, I just want to say initial reaction was what a group of weirdos. <laughs> Oh my God, they're insane and I love it. Like, they're each a little more strange than the next and they're all trying so hard. You know, what's different about this show is that they, they the show went into production and everybody knew they were going to be on Real Housewives. Unlike Potomac, unlike Dallas, when it was like, women of Dallas. And it was like, oh, what's, what's, what could we possibly be filming? Like, they knew they were housewives, so they know they got to turn up the bitch factor. So, mm-hmm. you know, so it was already a little, um, uh, What's the right word for it? It was already a little put on. But, right, a little um, calculated going yeah, in. Yeah, but you know what? I, I mean, look, I'm going to be watching this unless if something catastrophic happens and I'm just bored to death. I will be watching. I'm curious. I want to see just fresh blood. Like, I'm in. Ugh. Well, you see, okay, here's exactly where I am. And I think you nailed it. And I think Jen Shaw is the one that fits into what you just described as like, we're going to do the housewives. She has exactly what she's going to put out. People love it. She's giving us so much great content. Like it feels created. I'm not saying that's not who she is, but maybe like an amped up version of that. Um, I feel the one, the, the one I'm most surprised with my least favorite tagline yet. My favorite first episode performance, Heather Gay. Mm. I am here for her. I think I, I hated her tagline about like my, my ancestors pioneered and that's what I'm trying to do. Hate the tagline. I love the energy she's coming in with. I am very similar to her. Like the fact that we kind of look alike in our body makes me feel really good. I mean, we talk about diversity as far as like, hey, we have, you know, a black housewife, a uh, housewife uh, from the Middle East, a Persian housewife. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love Meredith's uh, son, who I think we can all assume is a homosexual young man. But even just having like a non-typical body type on a show is diversity in my eyes, at least. And it's refreshing. It is. She's relatable. And I, and Heather, I, I connect with her right away. I feel like, and a friend of mine too even said the same thing, like we could go for a drink with her. 
You know, I feel like <sighs> we could have a good time and chat. It wouldn't be, you know, like we wouldn't feel out of place. She seems approachable. And we, we need that, especially when we're meeting a bunch of women. And so many of them are literally ice cold. Oh, my gosh. I'm having a tough time with the two that I can't tell apart. Same. Yes. Those what, two, Meredith and I'm Lisa? Not, yeah, I'm not warming up to them as quickly as I would like to. Like, I honestly, I'm intrigued by Mary. She's not getting a ton of great press. The grandpa thing's obviously crazy. But I am so here for it. I am fascinated here's by my, her storyline. Here's my prediction about Mary. So Mary seems to be kind of brought into the group through Whitney. She's kind of on the on the outskirts. She's the crazy mm. one. That, at least that's how they're painting her through story production, whatever, story producers. Right. I predict that she's going to be like Danielle Staub early on where she was kind of on the periphery and easy to push out, easy to have a group turn on her and easy mm-hmm. to get her off. And so I don't know how invested I'm going to be in Mary. I think kind of the, the sideshow of her with the husband will be, will kind of rise and fall. And then I don't know how involved she's going to be in the group, especially if these women feel as though they have to start, you know, pushing people out and you know, they're going to act aggressive because they're housewives. So I don't have a good feeling for her future on the show. It's, it's very weird. And the fact that media wise, like the fact that she's blocked everybody or turned off all kinds of comments, hidden herself, however, from social media, from what I understand, she's reported a whole bunch of pages that have like posted about her and tried to get like accounts shut down. And I'm like, okay, you obviously are not, this isn't going to work for you if this is how you're coming out of the gates. No, she needs to be like on the other side of it where like any promotion is good promotion, publicity, you know, and just enjoy, ride the wave. I mean, right. It's it's inevitable. I'm, I mean, you know, many friggin' uh, gifts and uh, memes are, of houseless being made, like as this podcast is being recorded. Like it's just, <laughs> you, you can't fight it. It's like a system. It's a tidal wave. Forget it. Exactly. Yeah. The grandpa thing obviously is weird and creepy and disturbing, but like, as a firm believer in what people do in their bedrooms is really none of my business. As long as it doesn't like affect like public health or anything. I mean, like I really don't care and it's consensual. So therefore I'm like, okay, like I still have my opinion. It's weird and creepy and gross. I'm with Jen Shaw on that a hundred percent. Like the idea of boning, like any kind of person that old is so weird and creepy, but Obviously, I guess works for them, and I'm not going to pretend to understand, but yeah, whatever. I don't know. It makes for a yeah. great like interview segment with the husband. Like I, I enjoyed it. Um, it was great. I, you <laughs> great know, o- overall, I enjoyed the whole thing. I like Lisa, the one who owns the tequila company, but claims she doesn't drink any of it. And some of the some of the brands we own, I'm sure you've heard of them: Ola Tequila, Casa Tequila, Ugh. Mexican Tequila. Like I was like, okay, okay. Like I love the Ugh. edit. I love the shady edit. So I'm really into this chick because she seems like the most delusional to me. She, yes. You know, the of all of the delusion of the show, like the delusion of romance by having um, Brooks, the star of the show, let's be honest, is the teenage son of Meredith. When the dad had him like help seduce, I guess, the wife with the rose petals and the romance and the candles and stuff. Like of all the weird things like that, re- like why are you calling with all the money you yeah. have? You couldn't have hired some guy from the florist to come and do this. You're having your teenage son do it. Weird. I, I just, I, I know I, there was a lot of weird stuff happening and I want to just tip my hat to the story producers of this show because in the first episode, 
which was long. We're going to get to that in a minute. But there was a lot going on. We even mm-hmm. saw what we thought was a wedding, but it was a vow renewal. So we could already check that box. We had yep. a birthday party that was for somebody else. We saw fur coats. <laughs> Um, there's already like some side characters like Jen Shaw's assistant who picks up the tampons. Like, um, we already got that <sighs> drunk girl ha- singing happy birthday. Like there's already like a universe being built out there. What I'm saying is there was a lot of weird, you know what in this episode and it was enough to keep me interested. I'm enamored. I keep on finding myself like mentioning it to my husband who is not a part of the housewives community. He can't stand the culture of housewives and I know he doesn't care, but I can't stop talking about it. And for me, that's just like a huge shining light of 2020 that I needed. I mean, we've waited for this show. They teased this in, at BravoCon in October of last year. Ugh. So, I mean, you know, hurry up. You know, they can't oh my do gosh. this anymore. They cannot hold on to shows for a year and then release them. It's, it's completely irrelevant in this age where everyone has a podcast. Everybody's on social media. You know, you've got, I, I, my competition now is like peoplemagazine.com. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. everyone's doing commentary on Housewives. It's crazy. So, like, the, stu- the fact that this stuff sits on, like, realityt.com for as long as it does, and then eventually we see some, like, weird reality play out on the show. Like, it's repetitive. It's old news. Like, they they got to adapt. Come on. Exactly. You're exactly right. And, like, not only are we competing with, like, tons of other podcasters and, like you said, you know, like, these journals and stuff that are developing podcasts, but, like, almost every housewife you know, Bravo Liberty in general, like there are several podcast hosts per show at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like, oh great. Now I'm competing with Bethany Frankel. This is going to end well for me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The market (laughs) is so like just saturated. And that's why I keep saying to people, what is next? Cause I'm ready to get behind what's next and I want to go all in. So like, what Mm -hmm. is next? Cause like, yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to be entering season 16 of OC Housewives next year. I mean, like, you know, that's a that's not a young show. That's not a young franchise. Like, that's we're in deep. So I, I mm-hmm. need something else. We'll get there. I just want to say one quick thing. Bravo, I caught you. I saw what you were doing with extending this premiere. It went to almost 11.15, which is too mm. damn late on a Wednesday. And that's because it synced up with Watch What Happens Live. Now, Watch What Happens Live ratings are terrible. Watch What Happens right. Live is at the, like... I don't know who they've got left over there, but watching live anyway. I'm sure it does fairly well in streaming, but I'm just going to be honest. Like This was a manipulation for them to keep people so that way they could average it in. This is my opinion, but this is how I feel. This is what I believe my happened. Opinion. Yep, this is what I believe happened, was that they averaged in the last 10 minutes of the the premiere, which they thought was was going to be huge, in with that Watch What Happens Live episode, um, which only got a point seven, so that's seven hundred thousand basic, you know, live viewers, and then Watch What Happens wow. Live got like a point four plus, so they still lost a lot in that little transition. So I don't know what to tell them over there. That must be Ugh. disappointing for them, but. That well, was then I just I, add on to that. I think um, I, I think Bravo. I'm going to call them out on this too. The fact that they're doing the virtual audience now just seems so desperate to me. Like because they never featured the audience regularly, it's very strange, and it just feels like they're reaching out to like a lot of these big Bravo accounts that have you know these thousands and thousands of uh, of followers just to get those. I think that's their idea of like getting reach back into watch what happens live. Oh uh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I have not bothered. I've been to 
to a couple tapings in New York and when he was out in LA, that was enough for me. I don't need to sit there on Zoom clapping to myself. Like, right. <laughs> for me personally, I'm good. That's just me. But Right. Well, and it's just weird that like, obviously the numbers have been so bad, but the fact that they went back into the studio to not have guests and not have anybody, like clearly the, what they were doing with him at home wasn't working and they're doing anything they can to keep this party going. Yeah, and I it used to be my favorite show. Um, I definitely Me too. Have some, I have a lot of Bravo fatigue. I have Andy Cohen fatigue. I have mm-hmm. let's play games on TV fatigue. Like so, I you know I think tastes are changing, and that's right. okay because it's inevitable. I mean, I have tweaked this show over the course of only five years, so many different ways, and it's because I believe right now it, you're really playing up to like this direct to consumer, right? This like these people who are listening and supporting you. They want to get things how they want to get it. They don't necessarily want to have everything in one big, long form. That's why I'm putting things in bits and pieces, uh, different platforms. Mm. I'm trying to embrace different ways. And meeting the audience where they are is really what my strategy is. And yeah, I mean, this linear, like, they keep changing the time of what happens live. It's like sometimes it's 10 o'clock, 10.30, 11. And it's like, you know, not everyone's going to tune in live anymore. I mean, to watch Sarah Paulson play a game. I mean, you know, <laughs> but they will watch it on YouTube. So you have to find them where they are, you know. Exactly. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. So anyway, let's talk about uh, Vanderpump Rules while we're in this Bravo space. Uh, Let's do it. Or, yeah, I mean, there's not much to report, which I think is a good thing because I don't have too much to say positive about it. But um, can we just like, can we keep it 100% real? Can we just kill the show now? Are we done? Can we all be done? Can we all agree collectively we're done? It's over. It's been over. And and it breaks my heart because whereas New York Housewives has always been like reign supreme for me, Vanderpump Rules really gave it a run for its money. And I worked in restaurants like through my teenage years when I worked in my uh, my undergraduate degree. I worked as a bartender, server on the strip here in Vegas. Like I love the scandalous lifestyle because it's so true. Like when you're young in your 20s, you're hot. You're making out with the bartenders, even though you're dating the busser, but you're hooking up with a manager who just slept with your best friend that you're not supposed to know about. Like, this is restaurant life. And I love Vanderpump Rules, but it's to say it's a dead horse is offensive to dead horses. <laughs> well, I'm glad we can agree on this because I know there are some hardcore like pump heads or whatever they call themselves. Like, they're so into it. And to me, it's like it comes down to like, here's what they're saying they're saying there's no timeline for the show to return and the series is on a hold which i have said on this podcast like the shit they really there's such bad energy around the show bad publicity they should put on hold so they are wise to do that but what are we coming back to the problem is here in between these last two between this previous season and what should i guess will be a new season too much has happened too much has happened mm-hmm. everyone's got these babies now and it's just if this is a reality show about following people's lives you've lost 
the flow you've lost you've lost the story too much time Mm -hmm. has passed it's just this is an organic way to just like end it and it's interesting because a lot of people feel the same way nobody talks about lisa vanderpump because it doesn't seem like anybody cares about her anymore and we've seen every manufactured storylines anyway who cares Right. Oh, the worst was when she had um, one of the two new guys, the better looking of the two, go into her house, like doing her personal training. I was like, in what world is an uh, an employer asking this hot young guy to come to her house and do private one on one like workout sessions? Like, it's just like we know these things are staged. We know these situations are manufactured. But it's just like, honestly, it's become insulting to the watcher. Like, it's yes, it to the yes. viewer. It's just so bad. It's not funny. It's not entertaining. Like, I used to love like the super cuts, like those fun edits back in the day of like even maybe two seasons ago, or maybe even it was a season. Stassi yeah. did a hilarious one about all the girls uh, wearing ugly wedding dresses to Britney's uh, bachelorette party. But then they had like that terrible super edit of like dog's funeral. And I'm just like, this has just gotten so dumb and just not entertaining anymore. Well, the, uh, this show, Housewives, they've lost any real organic moments. They've lost, you know, anything that isn't hyper-produced or hyper-edited. Um, I, I need more realism in my reality TV. And I think that's been long gone on Pump Rules for a while because I, mm-hmm. I, they are so worried about trying to create those, like, share-worthy, like, super cuts and edits and you know fun moments and i just don't really resonate with them so much because i just feel like they're so staged and fake but um it's unfortunate because like the best part of these shows are we are supposed to feel like we're like a fly on the wall but who knows Jax claims now that uh well earlier he said they were going to start filming in october and november and then bravo had to come out and be like uh no actually um sorry no that's uh, that's not gonna happen um, yeah. Jax, can you not do that? <laughs> like, yeah. Jax, can you just not period? Yeah. I uh, don't need it. I don't need the show. Again, they've just missed too much. If, if the idea of the show is to follow these people's lives. They've missed the boat. It's too late. Uh, you can't catch up. I mean, unless if they're going to literally just have like an episode where it's like, here's everything that happened. Like, I, I don't need that. But what I will right. say is on a positive note, cause I do want to be a little positive. Um, Sheena, I'm happy for her and her boyfriend having this baby. I'm so happy for her. I love Sheena. I have since day one in all of her messy, sad, kind of pathetic. Like, I've always loved her from crying on Mamma's shoulder. I mean, there's just she's given us so much over the years. And the fact that last year was such a terrible season. The most recent season of Vanderpump Rules was so bad. And she's going, she was going on this pregnancy journey as far as IVF. Like, why didn't we see that? Like, that would have been fascinating to see somebody with, like Sheena, who's always been so insecure, who has made such a powerful, strong determined decision to you know make this life choice like i'm fascinated by it i'm fascinated by the fact that ariana and uh tom wrote a book we got to like see like a quick flash of the book on the show like why are we following like fake like love triangles and that's where they lost their way it was supposed to be a show of people's lives and same with housewives and now all it is is people at lunch going from one lunch to a dinner to talk about the dinner the night before it's the same repetitive cycle over and over as opposed to seeing this woman this young woman take on the task of you know freezing her eggs and worrying about her future a very real very real story um instead it's her getting drunk at britney's pool i mean okay right 
You know? And like being upset because somebody called her boy crazy. Like this is a woman. I know she doesn't always act like a strong, mature woman, but like we don't see that side of her. Yeah. Well, I'm happy it's for not her. Real. I'm happy for her yeah, with the baby. Yeah, it's wonderful news. So at least something good is coming out of it. And I'm a Sheena fan too. So I'm glad we can agree on that. Um, the however, only Vander baby I care about. Yes, me too. And the last thing I'll say before we take this quick break, um, I cannot picture Sheena as a mom. Not saying she's going to be a bad mom. Not saying that. I just can't picture her like being up late, caring for a baby, pushing her on a carriage. I can't picture it. Me neither. Me neither. And, I, and I, maybe we never will because I don't know if the show's actually ever really going to return. I mean, the break and, you know, that could mean anything. She might just be a baby influencer and like a mother influencer for the rest oh, of her no. life. I mean, she's gotten such good Not endorsements already blogger. from uh, being pregnant. Oh, please. There's nothing I can't stand more than a mommy blogger. <laughs> oh, God. I know. I can't stand it. Oh, I, f- oh. I can't stand it. I got to go and lower my blood pressure. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. We're going to talk about uh, little Dolly Parton stuff, uh, which is fun. She talked with Oprah. And then uh, TV. Let's talk some TV. That and more with Ashley in a moment. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.